Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Nikki Robinson. Nikki Robinson is the president of Good Girl PR. She has received her BA in economics from New York University and her Juris Doctorate from the University of Denver, where her concentration was corporate securities and tax law. She worked in finance for four years before embarking on a 10-year career in public relations, which established her as a high sought-after business and marketing consultant. She has built a collection of brilliant minds who think outside the box to execute successful PR campaigns, which attract global media attention or resolve any crisis management issue. She understands the importance of communication and relationships with the intent of her uplifting different clients' brand awareness and impacting their return on investment. So I introduce to you all Nikki Robinson. Hey, Nikki. Hi, thanks for having me, T. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. Well, let's get into the nitty gritty. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. What is your definition of purpose? Purpose is just being intentional and manifesting your dreams and goals. I like that. Sweet and simple. And, (laughs) you know, you might have some people who might really, like, pull that all out. And it's, like, super long. But everybody, no matter what they say, everybody's definition is pretty much the same. Okay. So what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? Motivated. I would say that I describe myself as motivated because just every day I just wake up excited about the day and ready to get things done. And I Mm -hmm. do realize that not everybody has that motivation. Right. And it's true. Now, do you feel like sometimes, you know, you are motivation to other people? Definitely. I definitely feel like I inspire other people, not because I think so, just because people tell me. Mm -hmm. And then when they tell me, I'm so excited and so humbled that I'm able to help others kind of get it done. Yes. It's all about getting it done, because if you sit on something too long, it's just going to go by the wayside. (laughs) So how did you get inspired to do what you do today? Well, um, I started in 2007. I actually always wanted to DJ. And I started DJing and I felt like I needed a publicist to kind of get my name out there. And I hired Mm -hmm. a PR company and I paid them and they really didn't do much for me. And I was really upset. And I tend to like try to get even when I'm upset, meaning like I'll just do it myself and show them how it's supposed to be done. So I started doing PR for myself. And then like a lot of celebrity DJs wanted to hire me. And that's how I started Good Girl PR. Wow. So you were inspired to be a DJ. And then you were a DJ before all of this even happened. Yes. Wow. Who would have ever known? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? And pretty much how did you overcome that? I would just say financially, I've invested a lot of money in my business. Pretty much all the money that I've made, you know, from having a full-time job, I've invested in my business. So just, you know, I never borrowed any money to start the company, never took out any loans. But for a small loan that a family member gave me, you know, just so I could buy some computers and things like that. But definitely just having the the income to just reinvest in the business, you know, mm-hmm. get the website going, hire 
you know, independent contractors, events, schmooze, media professionals, meaning like taking them out to lunches and, you know, curating events to invite them. A lot of that stuff I paid for out of my pocket at the beginning. So I would say that was like the most difficult part. But otherwise, it's been pretty easy. I've been pretty consistent for the past going on 11 years. Wow. That's amazing because, you know, a lot of people, that's actually someone's biggest fear, especially when trying to start a business is they're scared they might, you know, use all their money or, you know, they might not have any money left over. Money, you know, it's always a big issue, especially when it comes down to starting your own business. Yeah, I mean, I guess I might be a little bit of a risk taker in that regard where I just know I know how to make money. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind reinvesting my money into myself and or my business ventures because those right. will make money and I'll make the money back eventually. Right. But I think I'm just more of a risk taker because because I believe in myself. I think if I didn't believe in myself, perhaps I wouldn't be so willing to spend money. That's true. <laughs> so how do you help your clients achieve the results they desire? Well, based on my feedback, it seems like I'm very I'm more responsive than most publicists or just independent consultants. I keep them accountable and give them a plan. And I'm really good at explaining things in a very matter-of-fact, easy way to Mm -hmm. kind of give them an idea as to what they need to accomplish and what they need to accomplish those goals. So I'm not greedy. So I like when people call me, I don't mind just giving them a consultation like, hey, do you have a logo? Did you trademark your logo? Because, you know, you don't want to do PR if you haven't trademarked your logo yet. That's kind of counterintuitive. Do you have a website? Oh, you have a website, but it's not that great. Let's fix it. You don't have a blog on your website. So I'm always trying to like guide them in the right direction so that they are able to build their business through my advice. And then in turn, once they've created a great brand and a great platform, then I can do my job as a publicist and get them media coverage and help them with social media. So I definitely have helped a lot of people start or fine tune their business businesses over the years. That's awesome. So for all of our listeners who do not know what Good Girl PR is, can you tell them what it is? Good Girl PR is a full service PR company. I mean, we handle anything from like branding, like I said, graphics, because if you have branding, you need graphics, Mm -hmm. Um, public relations, which includes press releases and pitching you to press and blogs and TV and radio. We also do crisis management, meaning like something bad occurred in the press and you need help I would say lessening the impact of that negative news. Um, okay. Moreover, um, we provide like general just business consulting for startups and existing businesses um, to be become more efficient, just more effective in attracting more business. That's awesome. Yeah. For those who may need some services, make sure y'all hit up Nikki. <laughs> Thank you. What strategy have you personally used to help you achieve your dreams and attain success? Uh, I would say... Back in 2008, I knew that social media was going to be a searchable tool. It Twitter was a lot like LexisNexis and Westlaw, which are legal databases used to find case law in law school. And I knew that. So I began to incorporate like certain keywords and hashtags into my post, knowing that people would be able to Google those things and find my business. So I would say that eight years ago, I was kind of in, on, in front of it, meaning I understood that the impact it has today. And so I kind of utilized that so I didn't have to use money to advertise or or do certain things that other companies typically have to do um, in order to get business. Okay. Social media. Awesome. So what is your meaning of success? 
And what do you consider to be your most current biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. I think my meaning of success is just being able to just wake up and be happy. I don't think it's necessarily associated with money. I think I've created a life for myself that if I want to take a year or two off and just only work 20 hours a week, I can do that at my age. And a lot of people don't have that luxury. Right. We all define wealth differently, but I think I define wealth as or success as Mm -hmm. the ability to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. And I've built that right for myself. That's awesome. Well, that's good that you can even, like you said, like you can take that time off if you want to. You know, some people still got to be about the hustle and the bustle 40 plus hours a week and things of that sort. And and it's to each his own, you know, like everybody is not built, of course, the same way. And everybody can't handle things the way that, you know, certain other people may be able to handle them. Right. So that's amazing. So if you could go back in time, right? And change one thing, what would it be? Or would you not change anything at all? Oh, I'll be honest. I would say I would have not been in a relationship in my 20s. I would have just been single and focused (laughs) on myself and career. How about a shout out to the single life? (laughs) She said, oh, no, no relationship for me. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've heard that. Oh, had I just been focused on myself and my my hustle, my business, I would be a multimillionaire by now for sure. Wow. See, I love it. I love it. That's okay. You still got time for that. (laughs) So what are some ways you practice self-care and self-love? Because I know times get busy for you. So do you, what do you do to, you know, bring yourself to tune in with yourself or, you know, whatever your, your technique or your strategies are to make sure that you're one with yourself? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you follow my stories or I have a a fit publicist Instagram page and it kind of showed you what I looked like in 2007, what I look like now. (laughs) Uh I've always been into physical fitness since I was a little girl. Okay. So I've always like loved running and jogging and exercising. I ran track. I played soccer. I didn't really start lifting weights until my late twenties. A boyfriend at the time encouraged me to like hit the weights. I guess I was getting a little bit chunky. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad he told me because now I've done, I've done it consistently since then. So I would say I'm the queen of when I roll out of the bed in the morning, I, I hit the gym. I've been like that for a very long time. I'm pretty good at going to the gym and just working out, lifting weights, doing my cardio and going to the sauna and getting facials and just taking care of myself. I don't sacrifice that for anybody. And if I feel some, like if someone is getting in the way of that, I try to stay away from that person or that situation because I don't like anything that affects my means to take care of myself. That's right. That's right. Because negative energy is so transferable. And if you stay close to people who are negative all the time, it will definitely wear on you as if you and that person was one person. So I get, it. you know, you definitely take that time out to you know, make sure that you physically fit and staying healthy. And I'm all for it. Yeah, you have to go. I don't don't send you that picture. You have to go to my page. I'll text it to you. You're going to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or in your business that you cannot live without? And what is it? I don't have a resource. I think more so for me, it's like a routine. Like, I wake up every day, I pray mm-hmm. numerous times, and then 
I say a gratitude prayer where I give thanks to people mm-hmm. who have a positive impact on my life. Even people who are negative, I thank them for being negative because I learned something from them. <laughs> right. And then I say my affirmations and just, you know, positive affirmations just to remind myself of things. And I just start my day. I read a lot in my younger years and in law school and in my 20s. So I don't, I wouldn't say I'm an avid reader because I just felt like I've read so many things already. But I kind of kind of just use myself as a resource and the wisdom of like trusted adults, like family members who I trust just for guidance or just like, you know, to remind me I'm doing the right thing. Right. But otherwise, no. So since you mentioned you were a reader, do you have a top three that you can recommend to our listeners? Well, I'm not an avid reader anymore. I, I probably, right now, I have a five-year-old, so I'm reading a lot of kids' books. <laughs> Mermaid and Elsa, <laughs> and, which is actually pretty interesting. I like all the little mm-hmm. love stories that they kind of put in your head. Yeah, um, it is so true. Top five books. It can be three. It don't have to be five. Uh, I know I shouldn't say this, but The 48 Laws of Power. Uh-huh. Because I, I find in, in my industry that people try to use stuff against you and then I'm mm-hmm. a, better able to recognize when people are playing certain games. I like it right. for that purpose. I don't like it for the purposes of using it against other people. Right. Um, Native Son mm-hmm. by Richard Wright. I just think that's a really good book that kind of talks about just being Black in America and um, it's a classic. Right. And then my third book would be The Millionaire Next Door because we want to get in the habit of not making money to spend money, but making money to invest in our communities and our family so we can create a legacy instead of, you know, this whole Instagram flashy and all that stuff is whack. <laughs> um, so those are my three. She said it's whack, y'all. <laughs> so do you have any upcoming projects or events in the making that our listeners need to look out for? Well, I'm DJing in Paris in May 17th. Awesome. At Club Bizart, um, I'm starting an art initiative called The Traveling Exhibit, where I will be showcasing contemporary artists of color on a quarterly basis. That's pretty much it right now. I mean, I have a slew of clients. I've assigned so many clients. I can't even keep up. And they'll they'll be having a bunch of events and listening sessions and, you know, launches and things like that. But right. if you want to keep in contact with us, the best thing to do would be to either subscribe to our email list from our website, www.goodgirlpr.com. Or follow us on um, Instagram or Twitter. And I'm pretty good at updating it. Oh, that's awesome. So that knocked out that question. So definitely y'all hit her up on um, Instagram, subscribe on the website, or hit them up on Twitter. So, of course, before we leave today, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners that you feel would be a valuable tool in bossing up? I would just say... I didn't really start doing my vision board until after I watched a movie called The Secret. These are a lot of self-help books. These are not like novels or classics. These are just like self-help books. But Mm -hmm. I never understood the power of like manifestation and just like being intentional until I I saw that movie. And it's really true. It's like, if you want something, create a board, put all the things that you want on there and then work towards it. And it will happen. And you brought up a good point about negative energy. I don't want to like give too much power to negative energy because we have control of the energy we let in our lives. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. But I would just say, hang around people who are smarter than you. Hang around people who are doing things, not talking about people, but people who are doing things, people who want to build with you. And then you will get whatever you want. 
That's right. Just put everything into the atmosphere and be your biggest supporter. Yeah. I mean, don't give too much energy into the wrong things. Like you have control of your life. You have control over who you let come into your life. Sometimes we make mistakes. Cool. Get over it. Move on. But like you are in control. You are the one who manifests and you have to get things done. You got to work hard. So I think with that, you should be fine. Yes, that was a good piece of advice. And I hope everyone wrote that little nugget down as a reminder. Like she said, like, you know, stay away from that negative energy. Just be the best you. I mean, because authenticity is everything and it's definitely key. So with that being said, Nikki, I thank you so much for being on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Thank you so much for having me, T. I really appreciate the fact that you reached out. I'm, a- I'm actually honored. Thanks. How did you hear about us? I, you know, I just follow people on Instagram, but then, you know, I try to go through their timeline, read their story. And I'm like, I, I feel like everyone that I pick for the podcast are strategically picked. So it's just, you know, something that just comes over you like, okay, I'm gonna reach out to this person. You know, I mean, the most somebody can say is no. And then you just move on. But, you know, when you answer back, yes, I was like, awesome. So, you know, it's, it's such an amazing thing to have you on the podcast today. And I'm I'm sure we can probably work together in the future with all the stuff that we do together. Yes. Um, just hit me. I'm here. Yes. So with that being said, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to boss up with purpose. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.